0: G'day, this is Trevor Jackson. Welcome to Tomorrow Is Mine. You know, once upon a time, I dreamed of becoming a pilot. Aside from the thrill of traveling at speed, flying through the sky, courtesy of what is essentially a technological marvel, there was something cool and even romantic about the idea of becoming part of the jet set by traveling to exotic and amazing places all over the world. Then I realized that I had to excel at physics if I wanted to be a pilot. I hated physics at high school. I tried to do it, but it wasn't long before I crashed and burned. And that, dear listener, was the end of my flying dream. Joshua Ho has been obsessed by planes ever since he was a little boy, running around the house with a toy plane in his hand, only to rush outside as soon as a plane passed overhead. It's something he still does to this day. Joshua knew he wanted to be a pilot, and he knew he wanted to gain his qualifications overseas. But why would a young lad from a small province in eastern Malaysia choose the Gold Coast as the ideal destination to earn his wings? Let's find out. Joshua, welcome to Tomorrow Is Mine. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for being here. You're just about to go home. You're leaving to go home in two days. Yeah. Yeah, so I've just got you in the nick of time. Which part of Malaysia are you from?
1: I'm from the uh, east of Malaysia, a small town called Tawau. Tawau? Yeah, the state of Sabah.
0: And what was your childhood like growing up in Tawau? Um, childhood
1: was pretty normal. Yeah, just just like the usual one, troublemaker. Was it like a troublemaker? What <laughs> yeah. kind of troublemaker were you?
0: Uh, I, I like to, uh, you know
1: uh make my mom angry sometimes <laughs> <laughs>
0: like what kind of things would you do to make your mom angry
1: um i just like to uh, do crazy stuff yeah like hide the hide the keys <laughs> hiding stuffs you know? drive <laughs> Driver mad. Yeah, drive her mad. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, push her buttons. Okay. Yeah, my kind of guy. Good on you, Joshua. <laughs> I used to do that to my mum too. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was very tolerant. <laughs> is Tawa to like a is it a country town or a city or
1: Yeah, it's sort of more like if you've been to TweetHats, you know how Tweet looks yeah. like.
0: Like a yeah. coastal village kind of vibe, that kind of vibe. Uh
1: Yeah, it's, it's closer to, to, to the coast and not much... Like the population, there is not much as well. There's not much of high-rise buildings. Okay, so yeah. pretty quiet pretty sort quiet, of lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, pretty um, village lifestyle, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: One of those towns where everyone knows everyone.
1: Yeah, 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 of, yeah, yeah, that's it, that's yeah, it. Yeah, right.
0: So how does a young lad... From Tawau in eastern Malaysia, find himself on the bustling Gold Coast to come and study aviation? Um,
1: it was through an agent. So um, his, his name was uh, Alex. So I said, I, I, I want to study uh, aviation in overseas. So he gave me some few options. Uh, one was London, USA and Germany. And the last one was Australia. And my mom said, um, why don't you go to Australia? It's nearest. And you, you have cousins around there. And I said, yeah, why not? Let's try Australia. And the fees were not as expensive as the other three countries. Oh, really? So yeah. it, was,
0: it was a cheaper alternative to come yeah, and study yeah. yeah, it was very cheap. So cheap. Your interest in aviation, how far does that go back into your
1: childhood? Oh, very far. It goes back when I was four or five years old. I was always holding this toy plane. Running up and down, <laughs> <That>. <laughs> always. Yeah, yeah, always,
0: always. Yeah, and making airplane noises. And yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, every time when my mom is dri- driving with me, I would say, "Mom, there's a plane." And then my, my mom was like, "Where? I I can't see. I'm driving." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "It's a plane." Always looking up. <laughs> always looking up.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, plane goes over your house. Yeah, you I get, just run out. You run out, get excited. I run out. I just
1: push the gate open. That's it. The plane. And I still do it today. Still <laughs> you still course. get
0: excited when you see an aeroplane. Of course. Of why? Course. Why why is it so exciting? What is it that you love about it so much?
1: It's just amazing. is when the plane takes off, it's so it looks very elegant. Very elegant. It's so nice. Beautiful yeah, thing. Beautiful thing.
0: So you make the decision to come and study mm. to be a pilot
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the Gold Coast at Airways Aviation and in conjunction with Southern Cross University. Yep. This is an interesting course or an interesting setup here because you've got two educational institutions working together for your accreditation. So tell me a little bit about the course and how it works, the Airways Aviation component and the Southern Cross University component.
1: So you start off with uh, Southern Cross first and you have to complete like six subjects. So after six subjects, that would take around like six months, seven months. And after that, you move to your second year with Airways Aviation.
0: Which is more practical oriented. Hands-on
1: flying. Hands-on yeah. flying.
0: Yeah, simulator, flight simulators. That's Everything. A, yeah, everything. Right. So, so all theory at university first at Southern Cross?
1: Yeah, everything is theory. Then you move to airways and you start off with theory first. You start off with RPL, PPL.
0: RPL, PPL, which is?
1: Uh, which is a recreational pilot license, uh, PPL, private pilot license. Right. And then the highest is CPL, commercial, commercial pilot, pilot license.
0: license. Yeah. Right. So they're the three categories or the three grades. Yeah, yeah. Right. So mm. recreational is the your basics at a grade? Yeah, the
1: basics one, the basic training. Right. Like they teach you how to fly a plane.
0: Right. And then private and commercial. Yes, sir.
1: You came here in 2019, right? July, yep. And then I officially started with Airways 2020 in the month of March. Exactly one year.
0: So mid-year 2019, you started at Southern Cross? Yep. And then the follow- start of the following year, you're at Airways Aviation. Yes, sir. Tell me a little bit about your experience at Southern Cross, because you went there first. How did you find the university and the campus?
1: Um, at first, it was hard to adapt, because I'm a Malaysian. I'm not used to the Australian lifestyle. And then it, it took me quite some time to uh, adapt myself to the people around me, especially Australians.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Cause, the way they talk, it's kind of weird. But I I got used to it. Yeah.
0: No, we talk normal. You talk weird. <laughs> no, really. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So when you uh, say the way you mean slang and that sort of. Yeah, thing? Yeah, the
1: slang and then the uh, short shortening up
0: words. We like to shorten all our words.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like chocolate and chalky and stuff. Hot yeah. chocolate. Hot choky Hot like. chockey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or choky bicky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Afternoon becomes arvo. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing the sarvo? And yeah, go, yeah, yeah. What is that? Yeah, with? yeah. You would have studied English in Malaysia, right? So your English would have been good. Yeah, yeah. but but we're speaking some brand yeah, some, of English that you yeah, don't understand. <laughs> some different English. So
1: the way I got through was from YouTube. I searched up um, Aussie English. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's
0: quite a few funny videos about Aussie slang and Aussie culture yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> I hope you didn't see anything too embarrassing. So when people would say something weird that you yes. just didn't understand, did just, you ask, did you say, what are you saying? I'm sorry, I don't understand, or?
1: I just jot down and I remember the words and then I just Google it or just YouTube it.
0: Let's say, don't forget your sunnies. Right, um, instead of sunglasses Sunglasses, or, yeah We shorten everything We're yeah, very yeah. casual about yeah, everything Yeah, <laughs> yeah Do you think that's a reflection of the way we live? Like the Australian lifestyle?
1: Uh, I think so, yeah Pretty much, yep, yep
0: So even coming from a small village-like sort of place mm-hmm. In Malaysia, from your hometown of Malaysia Even coming here Yeah It's more laid back in a city of 600,000 people like Yeah, the
1: so chill here The, yeah. uh, the, the working pace here is so chill
0: you chill. like that? Uh, Everyone I, loves the chill.
1: There's beaches around here. Just go and sit down, yeah. sun tan. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. And that's
0: the thing too. It's like we're not all rushing to go off to work. <laughs> yeah. We're rushing to go down and go for a surf yeah. or ride our bike or walk the dog. <laughs> yep, yep. And then maybe we'll go to work. And then maybe after work, we'll go and kick a football around yeah. or, you know. Have have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You're a bona fide Aussie now. You've yeah. figured out. And it's a pretty good way to live, isn't it? Every Friday. <laughs> yeah, well, what can I say? Aussie culture. Yeah. How long do you think it took you, did it take you to adjust to that and you kind of went, actually, I get it now. This is all pretty cool, pretty took- cruisy.
1: Uh, it took me about like five, six months to understand the culture around here, how, how they work. Yeah, and then I've, I've asked some of my, my mates here, like, how does... Australian works. <laughs> yeah. So he told me like one by one. I was like, oh, okay, alright, okay.
0: And then it starts to make sense.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have you travelled much overseas before you came here? Uh, not really out of Australia, but I've been to Melbourne.
0: Okay, yeah. but but out outside of Malaysia, had you been overseas anywhere else? Uh, I've been
1: to uh, like Hong Kong, China. Uh, yeah, that's all.
0: So yeah. nowhere like Australia. That's no, no way, no way. Okay. Yeah. So a bit of a culture shock. Yeah, but yeah. But now that you've been here this period of time, mm-hmm. have you grown to to like it? Like, has it become something? Yeah, it's like
1: it's like part of me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's it's pretty amazing, you know, the Australian lifestyle. It's very interesting. I would like to like spend more time here and like would like to learn more about it, but unfortunately, I can't. I have to go back this Saturday.
0: Well. Yeah. We'll still be here, so you yeah. can come back anytime you like, yeah, sure. Yeah. That's no problem at all. <laughs> but you're going to complete your... You've got to do a little bit more work through Southern Cross, so you're going to do that online when you go back to, yeah? Yeah. What's your ultimate plan? Do you want to fly commercial aircraft for Malaysian Airlines yeah, or Qantas yeah. or, you know?
1: Uh, my ultimate goal is to, like, um, to be a captain, of course. That's yes. the ultimate goal for, for a pilot, yeah. to be a captain malaysian airlines and then i would really love to fly for japan airlines
0: why japan airlines
1: because their fleet their aircraft fleet was oh, so good yeah they, what kind of planes are they flying they they are flying with the boeing Seven Eighty Seven, the dreamliners oh
0: you like the Dreamliners? Yeah, you a big like boeing the, fan
1: yeah big boeing fan yeah ah,
0: okay. <laughs> Have you been on a Dreamliner? Uh, not yet. Big plane. Yeah,
1: pretty big. Wow,
0: you're not worried about trying to handle a plane that big? Imagine nah. if you were the captain of a Dreamliner. No, nah, it's
1: fine though. It's the same, it's just bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same, only yeah. <laughs> bigger.
0: Let's talk about the aircraft that you've been flying here at Airways Aviation because what, what kind of aircraft do you train on here?
1: So, yeah, so like I said, we, we train from recreational to private then to commercial. So from the stage between recreational and private, We train with the uh, Cessna 172s. That's a single engine. Single engine. And then once we get to uh, commercial, we train with the 182s, a bigger version of the Cessna.
0: That's a twin engine? Nah, single engine. Still single
1: engine. Still single engine. It's like a Mustang. It sounds like a Mustang.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. V8 power. <laughs> uh, yeah. A bit more than that. Yeah. I think a little bit more power than a Mustang. <laughs> I don't think you can quite get airborne. Oh, well, maybe you can in a Mustang. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't tried that. Must do that. Oh. I love flying. I love the idea of it. Yeah. And I've got to admit, when I was a young lad at high school, I did entertain the idea of becoming a pilot. There's a certain romance about flying and yep. and the fact that you can go anywhere in the world yeah, and all yeah. that sort of thing. And just being up there in the clouds it's just majestic it's it's amazing yeah but i would imagine that the first time that you go up in a plane on your own without an instructor yep must be a pretty daunting experience talk me through that what's that like
1: so uh flying by myself it was pretty scary at first um once you take off and you look behind the runway is behind you. In front is just the sky and, and the sea and the land.
0: It's blue sky all ahead. Yeah, blue ahead sky and everything.
1: Yeah. And, and, and yeah, you, you feel like a bird. You yeah. feel like a bird. Yeah. Yeah. I Flying think. alone. Yeah. So cool. And it's just peaceful.
0: So peaceful. Lovely. But you were scared. You were somewhat terrified. It's like.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, terrified and somewhat peaceful. And Interesting
0: then, combination of emotions.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then once I landed, I was like, oh, I can fly.
0: Just like that. It's just like that. Wow. And you didn't have any trouble with your first landing on your own. That was all.
1: Uh, it was pretty crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. A bit rough. Bit yeah, rough. A bit rough. Bet you got there. Yeah. Okay. It was, wow. Well, a good landing is where you can walk off a plane. <laughs>
0: yes. Any landing you walk away from is a good one. Yeah. True. Did you have any hairy experiences while you're up there in the air? Any, any times where you kind of went, "Oh, I'm in uncharted territory here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do." Or... Um.
1: There was this time, uh there was like three incidents. First one was the fuel sensor gauges. It went crazy, showing less fuel than I had.
0: Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's not a good uh, gauge to yeah. go haywire. Yeah, yeah,
1: you. yeah. And then the uh, fuel sensor went X, and then I have no fuel. So
0: it says you've got no fuel, but you're pretty sure you have got fuel.
1: Yeah, I have got fuel, but... In training, the first thing is to, like, land the plane as soon as possible if anything goes wrong.
0: Yes, that's right. And then you work out while you're on the ground what the yeah, problem is. Yeah, yeah. So where were you? Did you have to make an emergency landing somewhere?
1: I had to, like, land in uh, Moolumba.
0: Okay, in northern New South Wales? Yeah. yeah.
1: A grass trip as well. Landed there. And then my instructor came in. They, they flew in. They flew in.
0: They flew in to find you? Yeah. Because yeah. how much of a technician do you have to be... As a pilot, because they say, for instance, the best racing car drivers are also yeah. great engineers. They understand how the car works to incredible uh, amount of detail. As a yeah. pilot, do you need that kind of knowledge to no. be a good pilot?
1: Do you think? No, we don't need to. We just need to know, like, can we change the tyres? Can we change the uh, fuel? And that's all. Can you
0: change the tyres? Ti- what? We you can. get out, jack the plane up and uh, <laughs> put a we, on.
1: We, we can jack the plane up, but not, really? but not all three wheels up. Yeah, just you can. You can change a tyre. I can change a tyre.
0: Wow. Yeah. I suppose if you, when you're starting out in your career, your flying career, if you're hmm. flying crop dusting planes out in the middle of the outback or something, yeah, yeah, and you've got a flat tyre, you've it. got to be able to change a tyre. Yeah, I have to. Who I else can. is going to do it? Yeah. You can't call the RACQ. And yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So fuel gauge was one. Fuel gauge was one. And um, what was your second incident?
1: Second was my alternator failure. So I was uh, inbound for Gold Coast, and I was at Byron Bay, yeah, around Byron Bay. Right. And then, and you're on your way
0: back to the Gold Coast. Yeah, I
1: was on my way back to Gold Coast, and the alternator wire melted off because um, it was overheating, and it melted off. Yeah, melted off.
0: You were flying too fast. Uh, not really were you channeling Tom Cruise were you doing a bit of Top Gun stuff nah, here nah, like nah, you know crossing <laughs> the was. tower kind of stuff you know? <laughs> yeah so it, it, it,
1: it melted off It the first sign it gave me was my comm one communication one it didn't um, it just went went off
0: Straight away. So you had no communications with the uh, base? Just com we
1: because we have, we have COM1 and COM2. COM1 went off, and I thought it's nothing major. So I kept flying. Flying, flying, COM2 went off. And I was set.
0: So I now you got no communication. No communication
1: anyone. at all. And then now I looked to my ammeter meter and my voltage gauge. Both of the needles were at zero and was, was discharging.
0: Okay, that's not good. Yeah. So So they're draining the the battery. Battery, yeah.
1: And I knew my backup battery was uh, out. My alternator is felt. And anything that is uh, electrical is all out. Flaps, communications, lights.
0: Gee. Yeah. So you got nothing. You can only fly by sight. That's it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wow. So what did you do? So what I... Um, that, but apart
0: from panic, did you, <laughs> the yeah. first reaction, did you panic? What did you do? I did
1: panic. So I panicked, <laughs> and then I grabbed my phone, and I called my instructor. I said, Mark, what should I do? My, my, my battery alternator has failed on me. My
0: whole instrument panel's gone. Yeah, got all gone.
1: it's all gone. And then my instructor, his name was Mark, Mark yeah. Jones. And then he said, uh, try restarting, turn on and off the switches, and if that, that, that doesn't work, land at Tiagra right now.
0: Tiagra, which is a grass strip short near Byron grass, Bay. Yes. Yep.
1: So, I've done everything that he said and then nothing works. So, uh, I had to like I, I had to go into uh, Tiagra and land.
0: Wow, what kind of landing was that with no instrumentation?
1: Um, it, it, rougher
0: it, than your first landing?
1: <laughs> oh, so rough cuz it was it was so it was short field and grass. So there's a landing called short field landing. Right. So, short field landing is not as smooth
0: as a usual. You've got to pull up abruptly. Yeah. 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 You basically got to pull up as quickly as you can.
1: Pull up quickly and use full brakes. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I landed. Pretty scary. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did you get out and kiss the dirt when you, <laughs> after you landed? I, I, I missed the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I couldn't imagine how terrifying that would be. But then I think maybe afterwards that you'd have this feeling of. Knowing that you can, you can land a plane in a situation like that, that it's yes. actually great training yes, to do that. It
1: was, it was, it was. The uh, most exciting part was, I guess, so we have a Brisbane centre. So every time we are inbound for Brisbane, uh, for Gold Coast, we have to call up Brisbane centre.
0: So this like is like air traffic control, kind of?
1: Something thing? like that. Is yeah. he, they handed me off to like a bigger control. Something like that. I'm, I'm not sure how to explain. So what happened? So like I said, my battery went off. Mm. Everything that's electrical went off. So my transponder died. So Brisbane Centre thought I crashed into the sea.
0: They had no idea where you they were? Had,
1: they had no idea because I, I have no, no, no communication.
0: you got your mobile phone. But
1: I can't call them. Why? Because I don't know the number for Brisbane Centre. Oh, okay. But you yeah. can call your instructor. He yeah, I can. Me. So after like two hours, my instructor came in to... Tiagra they flew in as well, and they contacted Brisbane Center and said, uh, the plane is fine uh, it's it's not crashed, just that the battery went out okay yeah, brisbane center was ver- they, they 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 really panicked, they thought I crashed into the sea oh gee, yeah,
0: oh. was well, sending out search planes looking for you or something almost
1: oh. almost yeah, oh gee <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: In a situation like that, it, yeah. I imagine you go through some extensive kind of debrief. You sit down with Mark, your instructor. or yep, yep. yeah,
1: We sat down. Uh, we had a long debrief.
0: I bet. Uh,
1: three hours, I guess. Three hours. Yeah.
0: Jean. You just talk through everything that Every happened. S- single Every single detail s-
1: yeah. thing that happened. From the time I, I checked the plane, wheels up, cruising, coming back, and landed at Tiagra. Everything in detail.
0: That's the thing about being a pilot, isn't it? It's all about attention to detail. Yes. Everything. Yes. Like all the checks and balances before yeah, yeah, you even think so. about yeah. firing up that engine on the tarmac. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: Again, did you learn anything from that experience of sitting down in that debrief and going through it? That, you know, What did you take away from that?
1: Oh, so, yeah, from that experience, I learned to like slow down. If anything happened, slow, slow down, take out the emergency checklist, uh, read through it, and make your de- decision.
0: Tell them your position at the very least before you lose communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that least. they know where you are. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: So, yeah, that, that's what I learned. Slow myself down. Make a good decision instead of calling up instructor, Yeah. you know.
0: okay. Well, that's yeah. good. You're learning what to do in, if a similar situation happens like that in the future. But mm. you had no electricals, which means you had no flaps. I had no flaps. How do you... How do you land? I know you said it had to be a short landing. Short fuel landing. Short fuel landing. Yeah. But how do you do that when you haven't got any flaps? That's how you're controlling your speed. You're coming in full throttle. Uh, well, not full not throttle because you're pulling off throttle, but full, full bore with yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> with non- <So laughs> no way to to, hold, to, to to slow down. So
1: um,
0: Until you hit the airstrip anyway. You can't uh, slow down at all.
1: No, I can't slow down. Yeah, it's true. So what I did was I went out further to the coast. I had to lose some speed. And I have to lose some height as well.
0: Uh so you come in a much more longer, gradual yeah, incline gra- or decline. Yeah, yeah. decline, decline. Yeah, coming in.
1: Yeah, yeah right. and then at the very last twenty or ten feet, I pull the power out, and then I just pull the yoke, so so I can stall. So when you stall, airspeed uh, decreases, so you, you can land.
0: So you intentionally stalled the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for the last part, you're effectively just gliding in. Yeah,
1: just gliding in, gliding in, control to power. Yeah, because wow. air, airspeed is king. So I have to I have to manage my airspeed, and I have to ride the stall at the very last twenty feet, ride the stall, and then, boom.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm going like to get goosebumps just from hearing you like talk about that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine what I would have done in a situation like that. <laughs> Had your training at Airways Aviation prepared you for a situation like that? Yes.
1: In case of emergency, we are, we are prepared. We are trained for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> <He> says
0: <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Okay, that was only your second incident. Second incident. You said there were three. What was the third one?
1: Uh, what was it? third one was the... Um, wait, third one. Sorry, I can't remember right now because my head is... I
0: have a because lot it was so traumatic, you had to block it out of your yeah, memory. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I never want to think about this again. Yeah. I couldn't imagine it being any worse than losing your whole instrument panel, surely. <laughs> or is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? What happened? Uh, what was the other one?
1: I can't remember. Um... Sorry, I I it'll I, come I, back. I have a men, men, mental block.
0: That's okay. Yeah, it'll come back to you, I'm sure. Okay. So, after having these incidents in the air, didn't put you off flying? You didn't think, oh, that's it. This is too. This is too scary. Too dangerous. I can't do this.
1: Um, I was a a bit shaken, and then um, I I I told myself um, it's part of training. Just face it like a man. And
0: I'm in awe. I'm in awe, Joshua. Well done. <laughs> yeah.
1: Face it like a man, and then after like two days, I'm I'm back to flying again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get straight back up there. Yeah, straight back up.
0: Good on you. Yeah. Had other students had similar experiences, or you were just the unlucky one?
1: Um. Well, my friend had, well, two of my friends, um, they had pretty bad. I guess they had uh, miss a near miss co- collision.
0: Oh, yeah. Really, with each yeah. other.
1: Yeah. They were flying to Lismore. The one came from the west and the other one came from the north. Um, and I, I'm not sure about the details because I'm not involved in it. What I knew was they... It was coming like this. So he can't see him because of the wing strut. It was blocking like this. Yeah. And he can't see him as well and because of the wing strut. So they came in like this. And this friend saw him like in the final last second... He went like this.
0: Are oh, you kidding? Yeah. But surely they would know from instrumentation or the tower would let them know like...
1: No, because it was an uncontrolled area, ah. so there was no tower, there's no nothing. We had to fly with our, our eyes, yeah. eyes out. So yeah, wow. it was all, all on our own.
0: Good lesson to learn.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. Okay. Near miss collision. And I think one guy from the Lismore ground... He said, um, he told them that there was a near-miss voice.
0: Yeah, I bet he yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. You're grounded. <laughs> yeah. Because
1: it went like this, right? very close. And then he told me he could see his uh, call sign very clearly.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. that close. Yeah, yeah. it's that close. That's not good. Yeah. Joshua, let's talk about your study experience in the Gold Coast. Firstly, Southern Cross, you've got students from all over the world there, and I I guess, and uh, airways as well, Mm. the interesting thing is, in your case, is that you're studying at two different institutions, so you get to meet a lot of people, a lot of students from all over the world there. Did you anticipate that when you came here, that you would meet students from all these other places?
1: Um, Not really, because I thought I, I would meet Malaysians in Gold Coast, but no.
0: Not so many Malaysians. Not so
1: many Malaysians. I've met, I've met people from China, New Zealand, Dubai, um, India, many, yeah. a lot of people.
0: Do you think that's broadened your outlook on the world and, or at least those cultures in getting to know those, those people from yeah, those different I think countries?
1: So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Did you say it's a good experience for you coming here? A good one. Yeah. I would say it's a good one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> good one.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Very adamant about that. Yeah. Do you think you've changed? Do you think it's changed you? This experience coming here?
1: Yeah. Um, changed me a lot, though. Um, in what ways? I've learned to, you know, see things in a broad picture instead of like, smaller ones, and try to. Um, another thing is uh, slow down myself and make good decision in terms of flying. So you yes. think
0: the Australian laid-back mindset is actually good for one of these pilots? Yeah,
1: yeah, like, like slow down, yeah. take your time to think, and make decision, And, um, yeah, just chill. Yeah.
0: What about the campuses? Southern Cross is right next to the airport. Yep. You'd be sitting there, I imagine, looking out the window all the time every time a plane's gone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did, I did, yeah. <laughs> Get excited, run out there. I, sorry, I got to run outside. There's a plane going past. <laughs> <You'll laughs> I'll be fact. running out every three minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And what about Airways Aviation? That's a great campus. It's really funky. Even from the moment you walk in the foyer, yeah, it's like it was designed by someone who did the interior of a, an aircraft. Mm-hmm. It's Great. Yeah. yeah, so good. So, would you say the facilities were good for learning to fly?
1: It's more than more than enough. Yeah
0: because they've got some amazing flight simulators at airways there too.
1: Yeah, they they they've up i think they're upgrading it right now. Yeah. Yeah, f- to a newer simulator.
0: Wow, the ones they got there the, the current ones are pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, i think so. Yeah. yeah. The, wow. the new ones are poof. Next level. It's <laughs> next
0: level. It's a pretty cool setup there. Really really nice setup there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about the culture there? Like small classes, really good instructors. What was that like?
1: Um because we have, for my batch, we have like only five to seven students. And because of the uh, small amount of students, our instructors were able to give more attention to each one of us. So, yeah, I think it was good though.
0: I was told once that the Gold Coast is actually a really good location to learn how to fly because the skies are clear. Yep. There's not a lot of high rise around where the airport is. There, it's are, there like, are a it's lot of
1: ter- terrains though.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Mount, Mount Mountains. Warnings. Mount Warning. Mount Warning, yeah, yeah, you can't miss that. That's pretty decent mountain, yeah. And <laughs> uh, you got the ocean and you got the Tweed River and all sorts of things. So yeah. geographically, but that's probably good training too. Good training, yeah.
1: And most of the day, it's gusting. So we have to every day we land, we have to learn I mean we have to impose a crosswind landing.
0: Okay. So yeah, the the varying wind conditions. Yeah. Again, but good training. Yeah, good training, because yeah. we will use this. In our career. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you get a strong crosswind or something as you're coming in, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. (laughs) I can tell by the way you're saying that, but you're speaking from experience. So you had a few interesting experiences in the wind, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, it's that, I guess, but it's also not a crazy airport in terms of it's not too busy. There's not too many planes around. It's (laughs) just
1: fine. Just fine for training. Very good.
0: You've come here at an interesting time, the whole COVID situation. Mm Mm-hmm. We're in a world now where people can't fly too much right now, if yep. at all. Yep. Does that worry you about your future career or you just see this as a bit of a blip on the radar that very soon things will go back to normal? No.
1: I personally think that um, this COVID thingy is um, it's good and it's bad as well. Why yeah, is it good? It's good because um, it kind of quickens up my training here because, like I said, there were no international students coming in. So teachers and instructors focused on on my batch.
0: You were lucky because you got here at the right time before COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah, right.
1: So everything went very fast Mm. and graduated within that that structure planned within one year.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, right.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that um, this COVID stuff, it certainly impacted the aviation industry pretty bad. And a lot of pilots were out of jobs. And I don't think COVID would, would stay forever, you know. I think it's, you know, someone would come up with the vaccine and COVID would slowly decrease, new, and then the evi- aviation industry would need new pilots. Yeah. Start to recover, rebuild. Yeah, re- yeah rebuild. just job.
0: about the time you're looking for yeah, a job. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think COVID is a chance for me. Yeah. It's
0: Good an chance. opportunity.
1: Yeah, opportunity, yeah.
0: So your ultimate ambition, you're going home. Mm -hmm. Once you get your commercial pilot's licence, got your qualification, do you fill out your application form to JAL and say, okay, guys, I know you've been waiting for me. I'm ready now. I've Uh, got my wings. I'm ready to go.
1: uh, Not yet, not yet. (laughs) I still have to earn my 1,500 hours and slowly work my way up. Then I'll venture off to different airlines.
0: So you've got to get your instrument rating and all All that sort of thing.
1: And then join Malaysian Airlines. Join as a uh, first officer and observe. It's, it's just like a probation period. Yeah. And then You've already got this mapped
0: out, haven't you? So it's uh, Malaysian yeah. Airlines first, and then it's JAL after yeah, that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> do you have any preference at like where you want to be based? Then do you want to work out of Tokyo or like what's your?
1: i um, not not exactly sure, but yeah, JAL is 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 my ultimate plan.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, if there's anyone from JAL listening to this podcast, you know where to find this man? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the best thing about studying on the Gold Coast, Joshua.
1: Best thing, eh? Um, the Gold Coast, well, it's definitely the, the beaches around here, the shores. Because, like, after classes, I would just go, go to the beaches. Nice. Just sit there. So relaxing. And after that, just go home, do my stuff. Done.
0: You're going home in a couple of days' time. Do you think you'll miss the Gold Coast? I would definitely
1: miss the Gold Coast. It's such a nice place. With the four seasons... The colour of the skies, so nice. And Gold Coast itself is very clean as well. Yeah. It's cleaner than Malaysia. Nice yeah. place to live. Nice place to live.
0: Well, if your career takes a, a detour at any stage, Joshua, and mm. you're missing the Gold Coast, I'm sure Virgin or Qantas or Jetstar. definitely. <laughs> I will come back. <laughs> All right, Joshua. Well, I wish you all the very best in your adventures wherever the the skies may lead you. The sky is wide open. Yep. (laughs) The horizon is, well, is limitless, really. And I'm glad that you could take time to join me in the Departure Lounge here and the Tomorrow Is Mine podcast before flying out back home to Malaysia. no worries. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) Spoken like a true Aussie. Best of luck with your flying career, Joshua. Straighten up and fly right, young man. The Gold Coast is a city full of unique student experiences. If you'd like to explore more of their stories, you'll find them at www.studygoldcoast.org.au slash podcast. My name is Trevor Jackson, and I'll catch you next time, for Tomorrow is Mine.